Hello everyone and welcome back to Season 2, Episode 48 of the Sports Run On Podcast. We're going to start out this podcast by talking about, by reviewing the results of the men's double, of the men's singles, the semifinals men's singles for Wimbledon, and then and then giving you a preview of the women's finals coming up tomorrow. Looking at the men's semifinals first, we have Matto Bert, Bertini, who won in straight sets over Huber Herkaz, and we and then Novak Djokovic winning over Denise Shapovalov. I'm thinking is how you pronounce it. So these these are pretty much who people expected to win. This is Novak is what absolutely the heavy favorite. There's no question, and he's going to be the heavy favorite going forward here. Just because of the fact that he's number one in the world, you now have the he's playing against a seven, which is still very good, like top ten in the world. That's incredible. But playing against someone who is just like playing against someone who isn't like Federer or Nadal or one of those like really staple names that's been there for a long, like been doing this and been winning for a very long time. No, he's really gonna put think Novak think Novak Djokovic is gonna be at much of a. It's going to be pushed very hard for him to be able to win this title. That's what it looks like at, at this point. For the women's single, you have Ashley Barty over Angelique Kerber, and then Carolina Poliskova, Pol- Pol- and then Arina Sab- Sableka. I think it's how you pronounce I probably butchered that last one. But... We actually had an upset in the women's. That's why I want to go back and look at their semifinals because Barty, who is number one in the world, just like Djokovic out of Australia, she did win and she's moving on to the finals. But Arina actually lost to Carolina, who was actually able to lose the was actually able to lose the first set and then come back and win. Because in, if you don't know, in men's for the sets, it's best out of five sets, meaning that you have meaning that you have to win three out of the best five to be able to win the series for men's singles. But for women, you only have to win two sets. So she was able to lose the first one, 7-5, then come back and win 6-4, 6-4, to then still be able to lock in her chance to be able to play Ash, Ashley Bart, Barty, who she's going to be playing for the title, the, the Wimbledon title. And that will be tomorrow. The, the, the finals game will be between tomorrow and Pliskova tomorrow. I have Barty still winning this. From what I've watched from these Wimbledon Women's singles. I still have them winning this. I think that she. I mean, she's number. I, I'm pretty much gonna go out and say she's number one in the world for a reason, if that makes sense. Because she, like, she's ranked number one. She and Djokovic are ranked number one. Like, it would. Ju- it just makes sense that they're going to win these games. Like, Djokovic and her have just been they've been powers for a while. Which it takes a long time of being very good, to especially to get to the number one to get to the number one in the world in anything. To be to be able to, be able to even just say I'm the number one number one in the world in something, some sport, but then to actually have the rankings to back up that yes, you actually are in fact number one in the sport in, in this said sport is pretty crazy to be able to say. So with, with that said, I, I have no doubt that. Like I, I, I have no doubt that these number ones he's gonna pull through because as I said, there's a reason that these 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 men and women are number one in the world. They're number one in the world for a reason. And that reason is because they have shown time and time again that whenever it's just them and they're by themselves, they're only able to take care of business, whatever that would mean, whatever tournament that would mean, wherever that is in the world, depending on when they're playing, if they're what like what they're oh not what they're playing, like they're they're playing singles, but like 
when when they're playing, what court they're playing on, what type of court they're playing on, because that all matters in tennis, the, the material that the court is made out of that you're playing on. Now moving on to the NBA, they played game two of the finals last night, and it went pretty much as the first game did. The Suns were able to take it. They scored 118 points just like the first game. Giannis had a pretty, I would say, I don't think anybody would doubt it. Giannis had a great game last night. He just, a lot with a lot of people, if, if they look at this game as a whole, they just come to the realization of saying that he just, he didn't have enough help. Like, he truly just did not have enough to be able to help pull him through what he would have needed to to be able to win this game. I, and I Obviously, I think that there's no question about that because... He like like he's injured. He he had the hyperextended knee, and he's still going to go out and drop thirty or forty for you every night, even with the hyperextended knee. With that said, there are many other people who really need to step up a lot more for them if they want to be able to win this title. That's that's what I'm trying to say here. Like I think that they they need somebody like Drew Holiday and others to be able to really step up in Game Three after losing the first game one at one eighteen one oh five, and now now losing the second game one eighteen one oh eight. So I just think that they're still, and I've, I've said this, I feel like I feel like it's like you're listening to a recording at this time. If you've been listening to all these podcasts having to do with the NBA Finals and the semifinals that I've been doing Monday through Friday, I have ju- I've just been talking about the fact of how it's just like it's Giannis and it's LeBron and it's Curry and whoever it is. Like I don't care, I don't care who, what pl- top player you're talking about. No matter what, it's you're going to have to have that other component, or you're not going to really see any success. Just because, as good as Giannis is, this is a team game. Like he had, he had 42 points on 15 for 22 shooting. Like that, that's still without a doubt. No one's going to question that. That's a and 12 rebounds. Like there's no question. That's a great night. Like there's no question. That's a very very good night for him, and that's what they need him to do. That's why this game was close. I mean. He actually set a re- he was actually he didn't set a record but he was the next closest. He scored 20 points by himself of their 33 in the third quarter, which is the only reason that this was even a game to begin with, because it was just because he he was able to do that. He he was only behind Michael Jordan, who in the second who in the second quarter of another NBA Finals when he was playing scored 22 by himself. That's the only person who has him beat is MJ. So I mean that that should that should by itself say what it would need to say. I mean Phoenix did shoot fifty percent, which is very good from the three point range. Milwaukee was able to rebound them, and they shot about the same field goal percentage. I just I mean, and then you look at Devin Booker who had thirty one points. Like he had a very good game too, and that's as I said before, this is what you expect. Like and then you and then you had DeAndre Ayton with eleven rebounds. You had Chris Paul with eight assists. Those were some of the leaders for these for the um, Suns. But with that said, these these guys can only the and then like with this as you can see, what I'm trying to get, the point I'm trying to get to is that the Suns are a way more well-rounded team. Like they're well-rounded to the fact that it's way more than just one player. Like it's not just Devin Booker has to go off for 50 or the Suns aren't going to be able to win the, a finals game. No. Like they 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 can have Devin Booker have 20 instead of 30, but, but then Chris Paul will pick up the slap and he'll and slack and he'll drop 20 or 30 or they they'll both have an off shooting night or they'll be able to feed it into DeAndre Ayton inside. Like there's so many there's so many options, which is why I think that without a doubt I think that this is going to be it's going to be incredibly hard for the Milwaukee to even make this series. To be even really, I I think compete in this series just based off the fact of what we've seen in these first two games that I've watched. 
it really just looks like they haven't really. It looks like the. It looks like that they're they're just getting exposed. What I'm trying to say is they're just getting exposed for that the fact that they're not. They don't have a deep lineup, and going into the playoffs now with the injury and the fatigue of an entire season starting to set in, and which it has been throughout this entire playoffs. That fatigue is really starting to show as laziness on the defensive side of the ball and other and not good shot selection, not making the extra pass to get an open shot, just forcing things that aren't there just because you think it's going to work, but it's actually not that you're not you're not practicing to the game plan that they that you're supposed to at, at this point. Like you're not practicing to the team game plan to be able to win these games. So I th- that's why I think it's going to be hard because I think at this point the Bucks are just I feel like I've been saying this a lot the Bucks are just getting exposed for just having a weaker supporting cast around that star player like they both have that star player in Devin Booker and Giannis Antetokounmpo but it's the supporting cast that many times in these whenever it comes down to the end of these playoffs that are that are the reason that these teams win or lose is really just the supporting cast and can you find a team. To put around them, can you find a team that is able to support them to be able to help them have even better games? And whenever you need someone like Chris Paul or DeAndre Aiden, whenever Devin Booker's having an off game, you need you can the Suns have that person to then back up Devin Booker. And at this point, it doesn't look like it has at some point. Like Chris Middleton has been able to go off at times and helped back up Giannis on the games where he has not played his best. But I still think that it's going to it's going to be hard unless Chris Middleton plays a lot better, or or one person steps into that Chris Middleton spot and plays even better and takes that spot from him, like that backup spot to help out Giannis. I think with if no if nobody which is what it's showing right now is able to step up and do that to like a pretty big degree, I think it's going to be hard to see this series going to six or seven games because it's it looks like at this point that it's just going to be. Phoenix being having the ability to expose Milwaukee and their lack of depth behind their star player. With this said, Game 3 will be Sunday back in Milwaukee, so this could be a huge game for the Bucks to try to win and be able to get back, get back, make it 2-1, calm down, get that win under their belt. That first one's always, obviously, when you're down 2-0, getting that first win is always calming. Like, there have obviously been teams come back 2-0, the... Um, uh, LA Clippers, they did it twice. So there's there's no question you can come back from down two games. Like it's not impossible to come back. Is it likely? No, it's not likely at all. But is it but is it possible for him to be able to do it? Yes, yes. I think it's very possible for the Bucks to be able to do it. I think it's very possible for the Bucks to be able to come back and win this game. But do do I think that it is likely with the supporting with, with their with their show of weakness in the depth that they have behind their star player? Do I think it's likely that they'll be able to do that with what they've shown so far? No, I don't think that's likely at this time. And for that reason, I think that they're going that the that the Suns are going to win this in either the Suns are going to win this in what I would say either four or five games. I don't. There's no part of me. That at this point sees this game going to six or this series going to six or seven games between these two teams. With that said, this wraps up season two, episode forty-eight of the Sports Run On podcast.